It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Between now and one o'clock, and open the phone lines 0800 150 You can text through as well, double eight double three. The Warriors' uh, regular season is officially over. The NRL regular season is officially over. Eight teams uh, will be having a holiday today, probably out on the golf course as we speak. But for the other eight teams, finals football looms this weekend. The Warriors will take on the Penrith Panthers on Saturday at Bluebet Stadium in Sydney, 6.05 kickoff New Zealand time. But the Warriors awards, end of season awards are, are tonight here in Auckland and they'll hand out things like their player of the year, most improved, etc. So uh, here, are, here are the awards that I want you to ring in and give me on the phone line. Most improved player of the year, player of the year, Rookie of the year, and that is uh, generally someone who is, I think it's, you're eligible for three seasons for rookie of the year, although you're only allowed to play 10 games or something. So maybe we'll just sort of go young player of the year. We'll go young player of the year. Uh, I want your best moment. What was your best moment of the Warriors regular season? Um, Your favorite memory and also the most satisfying win. What was the win that you really enjoyed in 2023. So 0800-150-811. Those are the votes I want you to cast. If you just want to talk some NRL football as well, we could do that with finals just around the corner or any sport. It's always uh, it's always up to you, whatever you want to talk about. 0800-150-811. You can text through as well on double eight double three. That is going to be what we do between now and one o'clock. It is midday match. Well, listen, Buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est speed. Of madness. 0800-150-811. I already put this out on uh, Twitter and it's got a lot of people um, messaging and retweeting with uh, who they would give their player of the year, most improved player of the year as well. As, as well as the youngster and their best moment. A lot of uh, a lot of people choosing the same best moment and the same most satisfying win. And the most satisfying win is quite an interesting one because um, it really sticks it to the particular team slash individual. But there's already some texts coming in on uh, on double eight double three. Brendan says, uh, afternoon, only four more sleeps. Can't wait. Bring on the storm Friday. And then AB's the next day. Are you, a, uh, you must be a Broncos fan, Brendan. So Broncos storm on Friday night, which is interesting because usually the... Premier, the minor premiers will play on the Friday night, the first game of the finals, and then they go from there. But this time round, they've given the Friday night game to Brisbane and Melbourne, probably because Brisbane crowds on a Friday night are quite remarkable. But also, I think the Brisbane Lions and the AFL are playing a finals game on the Saturday. And so they're just trying to make sure they, they hit the market at the right time. So the Warriors are going to be playing on the Saturday. So Brendan says, this is what his prediction is. Broncos 1-12. AB's 1 to 12, Panthers 13 plus, Roosters 1 to 12, Knights 13 plus, all up 31 bucks. Ripper of a bet. It's not bad, Brendan. It is not bad. Although I, the Storm are one of the teams that I fear the most of the eight in terms of if we had to come up against them. But that's simply because the Warriors have had a really tough time of playing against them. But that's going to be a, a cracking game on the Friday night, the Broncos Storm. Uh, AB's 1-12 to against France. I hear they the France uh, French have picked up a couple of uh, a couple more injuries ahead of the first game. So maybe the 1-12 to for the ABs is 
quite tasty. Panthers 13 plus. I'm going to say no comment on that because I feel like I'm going to get in trouble if I give out a prediction for that game. And then Roosters 1 to 12, Knights 13 plus. Uh, yep. Definitely the Knights, I think, will absolutely destroy the Raiders. I've said it for a long time that the Raiders were committing ladder fraud and they've been found out somewhat. Um, so I would, and, and, the, and the, the Knights are absolutely flying, flying. That'll be 10 in a row for the Knights if they can win that. And then if the Warriors were to meet them in the prelim, uh, sorry, in the next week, that would have to be their 11th win on, in a row. And I, I, someone made a good point out in the office there. It's like when um, you're at the casino and it's come up red five times in a row. So you put your money on red and it comes up black. I think that might be the case with the Knights. I think they're due a loss at some stage. Um, the Raiders just finishing, just finishing an eighth with a minus 137 points differential, which is remarkable for a top eight side. And the stat that the Raiders are the only team in NRL history to finish inside the top eight, having not beaten any team at all through the season by 13 or more points. So they won every time they won, it was by less than 13. Um, and their points differential was absolutely atrocious. Thank you for your text, Brendan. Uh, Mark says, hey, Sam, you won't like this, but the Warriors are paying $2.88 to guard in straight sets. That is from Mark. So if we did lose the first week, we would be playing either the Knights or the Raiders. If it's the Raiders, gee, I'm I'm more than confident that we'd beat the Raiders after beating them twice during the season. Uh, If it is the Knights, uh, I still think we would be the better team and we would have the tools to beat them, but it will be a scary proposition if uh, they do have Caelan Ponga back, who's been playing phenomenal football. Um... They have some of the best outside backs in the competition. Uh, Greg Marju and, and Dominic Young, two of the best wingers. Um, anything can happen. Anything can happen. It, what I'm really looking forward to is seeing how what the rest did to um, those boys for this weekend. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Panthers, but I think we'll get a good sense of what the week off has done rest-wise for them. And let's hope Torhu Harris is involved as well because there were concerns that he... Uh, after last week, after not being named, that he may not be ready for finals. As far as I'm aware, he's been training and feeling okay. So, fingers crossed, he is there because he's a massive addition. And another one says, um, fair play to the Warriors for making the top four, but they are riding a wave of bandwagon fans, not true rugby league fans. Wait till the Warriors are back near the bottom and see how many so-called fans are still cheering, quote-unquote, up the wars. Uh I have a view on the, uh, on, on the whole bandwagon situation. Um, if you're not, if you get annoyed at people jumping on to support a team when they're winning, then I don't think you're a true fan. Why wouldn't you want more people getting in behind the team that you love and packing out Mount Smart Stadium? If you just, if there was, if you weren't allowed to have quote unquote bandwagon fans, the Warriors would have twelve thousand members or thirteen thousand members for sixty years, and then they'd die, and there'd be no, there'd be no fans left. Like, isn't isn't any new fan theoretically a quote-unquote bandwagon? Isn't that sort of the definition of it? There's nothing wrong in my mind with jumping on a team. And look, I, I agree with you. There'll be people that jump off the wagon when the Warriors start doing bad, and that's okay. They can see you later. Goodbye. Off you go. But I have no problem with when, with when the team's doing well, more, the more people jumping on the merrier because it is what's made this season so amazing for the Warriors. Packed out stadiums, this catch cry that's gone around the country, everyone getting in behind them, that's what's made it so good. And I don't even care if half of them are fake because it's made it such a more enjoyable experience. And, you know, if you are a, a fan that goes back to 95 or, you know, you've been supporting them for 20 years, 
you you know deep down what it'll mean to you. Like if we win a grand final, you know what it'll mean to you. You don't need to parade that around as if you should have a loyalty badge that says you've been there since 1995. I mean, you know what it means. Like I know what it'll mean to me personally, and I don't need to go around parading it to everyone else. But that's just me. Uh, 0800 though. We want to give out our Warriors Awards. We want uh, the, the player of the year, the most improved, the young player of the year, your best moment, your favourite moment throughout the season. Um, for me, uh, I've got a couple to toss up between. One of them is the Sean Johnson field goal against Canberra at Mount Smart, even though we shouldn't have really let that game go to uh, to uh, Golden Point. The fact that Johnson hit that field goal was that the atmosphere at the ground as well was insane. So uh, that might be up there for me. And also your, your most satisfying win. Maybe the Cronulla comeback. The Eels, the big win against the Eels. I know they were missing a few players, but it was off the back of uh, the loss against the Rabbitohs. We come back and we absolutely trounce the Eels. Was that one of your favourite wins? So give us a call, 0800 150 811. There are lots of texts coming through on the uh, on the text machine. So uh, I'll get to those shortly, but we always prioritise the calls. And Scotty's called in from Wellington. Hey, Scotty. Hey, Sammy. How are you? Doing well, my friend. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um, great great commentary from you guys on the weekend. I was actually uh, listening to you driving back from Auckland, uh, back to Wellington. Oh. Um, so it was... It was nice. Uh, I was hopeful to be back in Wellington in time to actually watch it and, and listen to you guys at the same time, but uh, didn't quite work that way with the kids, unfortunately. Uh, it's, 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 good, it's, good to know, it's good to know we've got a listener out there, Scotty. I'll tell you what, my voice, <laughs> the uh, the voice, I, Smithy said before 12, and I'm, look, I don't really like people saying, you know, the voice of the Warriors, but uh, very much the losing voice of the Warriors, because I'm not sure I'm going to make it to the grand final if they go that far. The uh, the throat's feeling a, oh. little, the, feeling a little bit tired after 27 weeks. Half a voice if we're in the grand final works for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scotty, what are, who are you giving your awards to, mate? Um, I was going to say, because I've just jumped, I was going to say before that, I think with the, the Panthers this weekend, I've always thought sort of over the last couple of years with them, they're, they're the sort of team that will win nine out of ten comfortably, and, and I'm hoping that we can pick them up on that week where they do. You know, it's, mm. it's their slide-off week, and, and if we all play to our potential, um, you know, then, then there's no reason why we can't beat them. Um, but I would rather have played them this coming week than, than possibly playing them in week three of the finals at the same time. I, I think the Storm will beat the Broncos. Um, I think they've got that experience there. So, um, you know, I think the Broncos will, will struggle uh, to take down the Storm. So... I think if yeah if we can meet them at that point, um, we, we've got a good chance this weekend. And um, obviously, plus twelve and a half at the TAB, paying a dollar ninety-two, I think it was, is, is pretty good for us. I'm yeah, say as well. I don't mind that one, Scotty. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I said before the Storm are the team that I'm the most worried about because Pappy's coming back, or he is back now. Uh, you got Munster, Hughes, Grant, um, that most of the um, back lines back as well. Justin Ollen back into the centres, and then I, I, I mean they don't have the best pack. That was always my concern for Melbourne this year is that their pack's pretty weak. But it's Melbourne, right? And it's Craig Bellamy, and I just think I just do not want to meet them. But I think the Broncos will struggle against them this weekend. Um, and and I and I like that. Like you, we get Penrith out of the way early, so we wouldn't have to face them again until the grand final if that's the way it goes. Um, but you know that Eels game the other week where the Eels tipped them up, Scotty, that that gave me a lot of hope that it can be done uh, if you click and yep. get everything right and you you play the right game plan and they're just a little bit off, it can be done. And and also let's not forget we have a coach who was very much. Um, in their playbook for the best part of three years, so I bet he has got something up his sleeve to uh, to combat that uh, that Penrith attack. 
Exactly, and I mean the the Tigers did it earlier in the season, and so did the Cowboys. Yeah. So it, it can be done, um, and hopefully we can do it. And um, you know, we get the week off and um, get to rest a few of those players that might need another rest as well. Mm. All right, Scotty, Player of the Year for you. Um, it's got to be SJ, um, to to be honest. And I mean, I, I know um, you know everyone was thinking, well, not everyone, but a lot of people were thinking that it was going to be a tough year for him. And I've got to admit, I was one of those as well. Um, so I'm happy to put my hand up and say that he's he's been brilliant all year. And um, hopefully, uh, we'll see him pick up the Dally M. Oh, I hope so too, Scotty. And uh, your who, who's your young player of the year? Um, I think I mean Metcalf had a good year, to be honest. Um, I, I feel very sorry for him at the same time that he's missing out on the finals. I mean, we're lucky that we've got Samari coming in there. Um, but I, I think Metcalf's actually had a pretty decent year for for a guy that only played a few games for the Sharks before that. Mm, yeah, no, I uh, I think he'd be up there for for sort of rookie of the year. Uh, Tane Tuopiki is probably the other one that uh, that I've got in the back of my mind. I think yep. he's been pretty. He's often coming at quite tough times as well. Um, you know, just getting yep. thrown in for a game or two. So uh, good stuff, Scotty. Uh, just quickly before I let you leave, what was your uh, what's your favourite moment of the of the regular season? Oh, um, or, or game. Oh. I'd it'd probably be, have to be more than one. It'd probably have to be one of Dallin's tries, to be totally honest. I, I can't pick <laughs> which one. Um, sure. But, you know, he's, he's the kind of guy that y- you just don't associate an easy, simple try. He, he just mm. wants to take it to the extreme. And um, you sort of look at one and think, oh, well, that's got to be the best. And then, uh, you know, he follows that up with an even better one. So, um it would have to be one of his, his tries in the corner, to be honest. Yeah, nice, Scotty. Hey, appreciate your call as always, uh, my friend. Go well. Uh, 0800 if you want to throw in your votes for uh, for our Warriors Awards. We're doing that between now and 1 o'clock. Let's go to Jade down in Hamilton. G'day, Jade. Hey, Sammy. How are you, man? Very well, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, brother. Hey, I would... Uh, I'm going Adam Fanua Blake. Okay, yep, for Player uh, of the Year. Yep, most improved. Um, did you have most improved? Yeah, yep, most improved. Yep, that's one of them. Yep, I'm going SJ, and that's just based off where he was at last year to to what he's done now. So Sean Johnson will be most most improved, but it's the same thing. He could be your player of the year as well. Mm. Um, and uh, young player, I think um, Metcalf and, and Ed, Ed Cossey. Ed Cossey, yep. Ed Cossey, yeah, like. He didn't do anything wrong. Just the fact that uh, Darlin had come back from his injury and and, and took back his spot. So um, those are those are my picks for that. And then uh, moment of the year would be uh, the comeback against the Sharks, mm-hmm. whatever round that was, and then uh, doubling up and, and beating them again after they sort of uh, felt a little bit aggrieved by what happened that that first round we, we played them. So those would be my moments. Nice, mate. I love it. Um, it's interesting, Sean, and the most improved player because I think you're spot on. A lot of people are going to have him as the player of the year, but a, but a very good case for him being the most improved, like you said, given what he came from last year and even the year before to this year. Um, maybe that's a more suitable award for SJ. And he's probably going to win the Dally. I hope he wins the Dally M, which would then make it hard to not call him the player of the year. But most improved for sure. And, and Ed Cossey, you're right too. He... Um, you know, it, we probably got a little bit of hangover from him last year where he had a great um, sort of tail end of the season, but started this year very, very well. And you mentioned just unlucky that Dallin came back and took his spot, but then even on the weekend, you know, he sort of d- did his job. It probably just one of those guys that suffered from not having, you know, consistent game time. But um, 
a very exciting, promising young talent. So uh, love it, Jay. Appreciate it. And uh, enjoy Saturday, mate. What's your prediction? Uh, Warriors, bro. <clears throat> you have to. You just got to, you know, as the old old saying, you've got to keep the faith. And yeah. i tell you what, like, on, on any day, the Warriors will be any team. It's just, you know, we just got to get everything right. If we can get everything right and the other team just has that, that, that slight off day, and, and we're, we're in with a chance. We're, we're top four for for a reason. Um, you know, they worked hard. They got the results. Uh, albeit we, we played uh, lesser teams in the last seven games, but, you know, we still had the win. Mm. Um, so we're in with a chance. You're in with a chance. Everyone's in, in with a chance. Always in with a chance, Jade. I love it, my friend. Uh, go well. Uh, enjoy it down there in the Tron today. Uh, let's get one more call away just before we get to the break. Isaac has called in from Auckland. G'day, Isaac. Hey, Sammy, man. How's things? Oh, very well. How are you? Yeah, doing well, mate. Doing well. Uh, uh, probably it has to be SJ Player of the Year mm-hmm. this year. I think um, you know a number of players have been amazing, but you know you need guys to ice the points. You need points to win. So um, you know he's probably been the most outstanding player by far for us, and uh, you know he's been clutch for us. He's been amazing. Yeah, I think. Uh... Despite, you know, Anon Fenor Blake having a phenomenal year, Isaac, I think yeah. Sean's the one that um, if you take him out of the team, um, you know, it's hard to see yeah. them getting some of those wins. So uh, I think he lead, led the NRL this year for try assists, uh, led for kick meters as well, um, line break yeah. involvements. He, he sort of had it all, just wound back the clock. And, and, and got a couple of tries as well. You know, everyone has always, exactly. liked, has always liked the running Sean Johnson and the, the sort of hot stepping, but he's taken... I think his game to not another level, but he's almost taken it to another direction. You know what I mean? He's he's turned into this guy who um, is much more of a game manager, is much more of a general out yeah. on the field to use that term. And uh, I, I think he deserves if he gets that Dallium, he thoroughly deserves it, and then would get Player of the Year. Who, who have you got for uh, for most improved? It'd probably be Chance Chance to yeah. I nice. Think, you know, from a from a year of being in reserve grade, mm-hmm. you know, being ousted by the Raiders, and to come in and to play the way he has, I think has been, you know, uh, I'm not going to say enjoyable on the, <laughs> the fact that the Raiders have just let let go a really <laughs> great player, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know, we'll take it, and um, but he's just been phenomenal. I mean, like, uh, uh, not people gave us, um, I know a lot of people didn't, you know rate him or you know as he came over here but uh to show the critics exactly what you know uh what he's capable of he's just been so impressive this year i think um and we really when he's not playing we really miss him as well not not to say that tain has been disappointing for us but um he's showing a level of class that you know we we really miss him when he's not there yeah, mate. Ironically, the Raiders need a fullback as well. Um, you exactly. Know, and, and mate, you could you could honestly make a case for anyone. You know, really, like Jackson Ford, most improved. You know, Chance, most improved. Um, you know, the the. I mean, even Dylan Walker. You know, like from where these guys have come from, like you sort of mentioned with Chance, and where they've come from to what they've done in twenty twenty three. I've said this to mates as well. You got to people look at the team now, and and we set these high expectations. But you got to remember where we were a year ago, where we were signing Dylan Walker, we were signing Jackson Ford. A lot of people were looking at these signings as sort of, you know, like D- Dylan Walker was an aging prospect at Manly who wasn't really a starter. Jackson Ford couldn't even get a start for the Dragons. We're looking at these guys going, who are they? Now we're looking at them, you know, like their household names and we can't leave them off the team sheet. It's funny, I guess, how quickly our expectations and mindset shift. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's so right, you know, and and, and even now our, our our conversations around, you know, will will Warriors go out in straight sets? You know, uh, I'm I'm sort of of the belief that you know we had no idea that they were going to get this far. Yeah. So let's just enjoy the ride instead of putting so much pressure on these guys. Mm. Um, you know, I, I fact the fact that you know where we finished last season, you know, and now we're talking about, oh, will they even make it to the next stage or how long will they stay in the finals, I think is is, a, is an irrelevant conversation. I think we, as fans, we, we, we do that, you know, naturally, and I get it, but, um, you know, I'm sort of of the belief that, you know, let's enjoy the ride while, you know, it's been a long time since we've been <laughs> in this position. So, yeah. so uh, you know, uh, yeah. Oh, anyway, I, I'll probably say that you know the rookie player of the year, uh, sorry, Zeri would probably be either either Rocco Berry or Jackson Ford this year. I think mm. both those guys have been outstanding and, and they've developed so fast under under, under Webster. You know, uh, you could probably do a number of players that we've had, but they they those two guys. I think Jackson has sort of slipped in like a glove uh, in that that back row position, and not a lot of. Warrior supporters would have probably even picked him in the starting lineup, but you know, um, I think he's been amazing for us. Mm, I agree, Isaac. And uh, what's your moment of the year, mate, or your, your game? What was your favourite? Uh, it'd probably be the Raiders game uh, where we upset. Yes, <laughs> that's got a, that's got a lo- that's got a lot of love on the text machine and on Twitter, which is sort of funny because it's it's like we're just targeting Jared Croker for uh, not getting to yeah. celebrate his three hundred. But it, well, I remember it well, and it was a, it was fantastic to rise to that occasion yeah. in Canberra as well. Yeah, exactly, and I think that uh, you know, especially that first half, we we were under the pump for you know thirty odd minutes. People forget about that, and uh, we just remember the, the 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 outcome of the game. But you know, to hang in there for a long period of time and then to turn the game around um, was yeah, very pleasing. Mm, awesome, Isaac. Got to run, my friend, but appreciate your call. Uh, go well, enjoy Saturday uh, as well. It's going to be a fantastic game. We'll take a short break, Paul. Please stay on the line. I will get some news out of the way as well. But call through oh eight hundred one five zero eleven. We're giving our warrior end of season awards between now and one o'clock and in the air he goes here Dallas continues to climb high in 2023 well listen buster you better start to move your feet to the rockinest beat of madness Twenty-five minutes away from one o'clock. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. We are doing our end of year or end of season uh, Warriors awards. Given they have their uh, their awards evening tonight before they head into the finals, so we want your best, uh, your player of the year, your most improved, your young player of the year, and then your best moment, your favourite win of the season. Um, Vaughan, ring us, fella. Ring in. I see that text there from Tyson. Uh, and another one just quickly here before we get to Paul from Josh says, uh, hey, Sam, everyone bags Ricky, but he loved Chance and let him come home to his kids. Yes, he had injuries and was dropped, but he would have wanted to keep him. That's from Josh. Look, no, definitely um, take your point, Josh. And yeah, Ricky, I know Ricky had nothing but good things to say about Chance, just the um, the victim of circumstance, really. But um, I do sort of, it is interesting now that um, they do sort of need a fullback and uh, here's Chance over our way playing fantastic football. Paul, sorry to keep you waiting, my good man. How are you? Oh, good, Sammy. Yeah, I'm good, mate. It was um, last Friday. I had the pleasure of meeting Staffy very quickly. I, I quickly ran in and shook his hand while he was on air at the uh, Polaris place here in Waipapa. So nice. good to meet the man. Yeah, yeah good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, just, just up on last week, 
catching on, mate. I, I, I was at the uh, optometrist last Friday. And I walked in and I had my Warriors cap on and I had this up the wires and I turned around. It was, a little, it was a little old lady. She would have been in her 80s. And she started laughing. And she goes, oh, my grandson, that's all I ever hear is up the wires. <laughs> mate, it's funny how, um, it, it, I mean, obviously it's uh, it, it's said out of support but it's funny how it's sort of grown into this cult thing hasn't it like everyone around the country now it's appearing on the news and you know Steve Kerr it's going sort of international and global I know there's videos now of you know the guy at Pack and Save when he's doing the final call over the loudspeaker saying up the waz it's it's sort of pretty cool that there's this catch cry that's that's sort of universal across New Zealand yeah it is I, I know some of the uh, diehard members that don't like the name waz I know, I know the, the lovely butcher is one of them but Hey, you know, as they say, any news is good news, mate. So I agree. Publicity is good, good publicity. So, um, yeah, I've got a few awards to give out. Um, yeah, I'll just quickly, I do agree with you with Webster having the inside sort of war. I'd much prefer to play Penrith, to be honest. Uh, Melbourne really scare me. Just, just, they're just that team, our bogey team. Mm. But with Webster's inside knowledge of, of Penrith, mate, I, I agree with you. I, I, I yeah, I'm, I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a good game. Quite, quietly so. confident, Paul, are you? I'm confident. I was just going to ask if you know who the referee, have they named who the referee is? No, I don't think that. Oh, I don't know if they've named, I don't know if they've named the individual games yet. Um, I'm okay. not sure when they do that, Paul, but I might go have a hunt for you and see if, if that is out there somewhere. But are you concerned for, an indi- for a particular individual? Uh, yeah, that Ben Cummings scared to pajivas down there, but I'm kind of <laughs> hoping it's actually climbing. But Ben Cummings, mate, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's got it in for us. I think that guy, mate, <laughs> just quietly. All right, we'll cross our uh, fingers, Paul. We'll cross our fingers. What, who have you got for um, your, your player of the year? Uh, I'm going with Adam, Adam Fanua Blake, mate. You know, yes, he's and, and he's been doing well, but he, he can only do well, as we know, when uh, when he's getting quick play the ball and go forward, you know, and same with Dallin out wide. So, you know, you've got to say Adam Fanua Blake. You know, he, he, he'd be, him and Payne Hasser, I reckon, would be the two number one props in the competition, hands down, mate. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, it's good yeah. that the Dally M's now give out the dual, they'll give out the dual prop award uh, when that comes around. So both Hasser and Adam Fanua Blake will get the award, which is good. It would be a shame if it was just one of them and they had to pick. But uh, yeah, I do agree. I think two of them, those yeah. two are the best best yeah. in the comp. So who's your most improved? Uh, most improved? I've gone with Rocco Berry just because he, he had a really horrific injury and He's come back. He's played most of the games this year, and he has been on the improve mm. um, with his defence. You can tell he's been working on his defence, and uh, so I've gone with Rocky Berry's uh, most improved. Um, young Topeki, I've gone for the rookie. Yep, nice young player. Yeah, and I've, I've just found a couple others in there. Um, impact player, I've put Dylan Walker. Just what he brings off the bench at Impact. Um, and I've got to say, um, haircut would def- definitely have to be DWZ. <laughs> <laughs> of course, mate. It's all natural too. I've got to keep reminding people of that. It's all natural, which makes it even more impressive. They reckon too. Yeah, it's also, like a. Uh, they reckon yeah. Webby, Webby was saying it's sort of like, um, oh, who who is it? Is it Samson in the Bible? Who, when you cut his hair, he loses all his strength. Cut, so, yeah. so they reckon yeah. if you they reckon if you cut DWZ's hair, uh, it might coincide with a drop off and try scored. Let's hope he doesn't do oh, it. <laughs> absolutely, mate. And just a quick one too. Moment of moment of the year. I, I, I've gone with round one against the, the Bulldogs when uh, the first game of the season. Just getting back at that stadium and uh, Andrew Webster's first you know game fully in charge and uh, just the atmosphere and to see all the members again and 
such a it was such a good moment that first, very first game at Mount Smart, mate. So that's my moment of, of the year, mate. Yeah, no, absolutely love it. Yeah, because uh, obviously the first game was down in Wellington, wasn't it, against the Knights? Yeah, well, so, uh, yeah. so yeah, back at Mount yeah. Smart, oh, I do remember the game well. Yeah, and it was a bit of a grinding game. We only won it, I think, sixteen fourteen. But you're yeah, right, just being back there and the atmosphere all year, Paul's just been uh, remarkable. I think my moment. I was oh. thinking of the Sean Johnson. Um, drop goal against the Raiders, but there's been so many moments almost off the field, like uh, you know, seeing the, the stadium packed out when the, when it was raining and, and cold. You know, on those nights, um, I love how the Warriors, you know, turn off all the lights and the smoke machine comes on and the players run out into the field. I mean, up in our commentary box, the noise is is deafening through the headphones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just things like that, you know, have been real highlights yeah. for me, even outside yeah. what you're seeing on the field. You know. Absolutely. When you're sitting there, I sit there when the roosters came in, the rabbitos came in, and then the rain's coming sideways, and you know you're sitting there. But yeah, that's what you do for your team, mate. So, uh, hey, uh, if they if they don't if they don't get the big prize this year, mate, this year's been a huge success. Yep. And uh, on, onwards and upwards, uh, upwards for next year, mate. Yep. Love it, Paul. And appreciate your call as yeah. always, mate. Thanks for calling in. Oh eight hundred oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. If you want to call, and just uh, quickly on that point about, um, you know, if 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 it ends not this weekend but next weekend. Um, it's still been a successful Warriors season. Now I'm known for making a big call, and I will happily make another big call now. I think this is the most. I think this is the best Warriors season in their history. And I know you'll go back to 2011 and 2002 when we made grand finals, but you see, for those grand finals, we were building towards them, and we had plenty of years of of keeping a squad, um, or, or not keep not plenty of years, but we had a squad that we were building towards a grand final for, and uh, and we had good coaches, you know, that, that were experienced, you know, had been there for a couple of years, also leading those teams. The reason why I think this is the greatest Warriors season ever, regardless of where it finishes now, and it's also why Andrew Webster should win Coach of the Year over Kevy Walters. I absolutely despise that discussion because Kevy Walters, the, the only argument they've got for that is the fact that he's coaching Brisbane, which is there's so much pressure because it's a you know it's a Queensland team and Brisbane are you know they, the Broncos mean everything to them and it's a cauldron etc. But you know the Broncos have had the best forward pack for the last five years, the best forward pack in the rugby in, in the NRL. Paddy Carrigan, Payne Haas. Um, you know, Tommy Flegler is an origin prop. They had Offa Hingawe, Tavita Pangai Jr. at one stage. I mean, they have had the best forward pack for a number of years. Then you throw in a origin fullback in Reese Walsh, and I'm not going to, it's not like Kevy Walters turned him into a superstar. He was a superstar already. Um, two origin wingers in Corey Oates and Selwyn Cobbo, arguably the best centre pairing in the NRL in Katoni Staggs and Herbie Farmworth. And then you've got the best kicker in the game in Adam Reynolds. I'm not saying Kevy Walters is a bad coach, but. When you look at that, you almost think they should be in the top four and maybe even winning minor premierships. Contrast that with Andrew Webster and the Warriors, and this is my point about why this is the greatest season. Not only is it the first year for Andrew Webster at the Warriors, it's his first year as a head coach. You know, when Todd Payton won the award last year, he had been a head coach for the Warriors for half a season, had a year underneath him at the Cowboys, and this was his third year in charge or in in a head coaching role. This is the first year that Andrew Webster has been a head coach in the NRL. And he's taken a team from 15th position into third, second to last, into what should have really been third place. If not, if we didn't rest all those players, I do think we would have beaten the Dolphins quite, quite, quite handsomely. Um, but you know, ended up in fourth place, so he's taken them from 15th to fourth. Then you've got the fact that the signings that were made were were 
as I mentioned before, signings that no one thought would turn the club around. Dylan Walker was seen as an ageing prospect at the at the Seagulls, who you know came off the bench, wasn't a starter. Jackson Ford couldn't get a run on for the uh, for the Dragons. Chancellor Clukstar was playing reserve grade for the Raiders. Um, who else can we throw in there? I mean, Maratini Akori is maybe the only one that you'd look at and go, yep, when he got signed, he was sort of a genuine sign. To Mighty Martin, I mean, he had only had, you know, basically half a season under his belt at the Broncos. Um, so a lot of question marks um, over the signings and look how well they have done. Um, so you, you package all that together as well as them coming out of COVID and being back home, sell out crowds every single game, riding that momentum, going on win streaks, winning games big, winning games ugly. I think personally... Uh, it is the greatest season that I've witnessed, certainly, uh, in Warriors history. Big call. Happy to put it out there. Joey from Auckland. G'day, mate. Robbie's talking to him. Tell you what, we'll take a break because we need to get a break out of the way. 0800 Lots of texts coming through, which I will try and get to, but uh, calls always take priority. Uh, give us a call. 0800 Back after this. It'll come back to Johnson. It's a slow play, the ball. Now Sean Johnson. He's got a chance to win it. Sean Johnson. He's got it. Sean's got it. And the Warriors... <laughs> Are inside the top four. Well, welcome back in uh, to Afternoons with Staffy. No Staffy today. Uh, Sammy filling in. He will be back in the chair tomorrow. Vaughan, he's called in. He's called in. Tyson, g'day, Vaughan. How are you, fella? Good, mate. How are you, Sammy? Oh, I'm doing well, mate. What did you did you want to give us your nominations or you wanted to fire up about something else? No, 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 no. Nomination time. But first of all, um, I just want to shout you and Kimpy out for the awesome work you guys have done this year, you know. Um... Rugby league in general, but the Warriors don't always get like the most airplay. And I'm guessing you sort of went into this with a bit of interpretation of how the season might might play out. But uh, it's been a good ride, hasn't it? Oh, Vaughan, mate, and I do appreciate your kind words. And I could, I couldn't agree more with you, mate. I I I've used to work at um, Radio Sport before that closed down, and and very much you know a, a rugby sort of union station and whenever you talk rugby league you often got ripped apart by the union fans and uh, yeah you sort of whenever you did start talking rugby league you were a little bit nervous that you might just get laughed at and even Doug has texted in here on double eight double three saying uh, for, for years you, you were sort of afraid to admit that you were a Warriors fan because you'd get laughed at by everyone and, and to all the people that sort of are getting annoyed in union circles that we're sort of constantly comparing rugby league or the NRL to rugby union. My my uh, argument to that is, well, for years, rugby league was the little brother who got, often got laughed at and pushed down. So it's great, Vorno, to finally have uh, have the time in the sun, mate. It's been fantastic. Yeah, awesome, mate. Awesome. Um, anyway, so my MVP, again, has been said many a time, but it's got to be yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, um, with a, with, a, with a close second two, and just by a fingernail, probably had in my top three of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, like I think it's been said, like, you know, Ishtay can't do what he can do without the platform, but I think there's a reason why the Haas get paid the big bucks, eh? So just to have that steady head, that control, and just someone who mentioned before, just the ice, those clutch plays, eh, has been mm. huge. Yeah. 100%, mate. I, 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 like, um, I do take the point that Adam and, uh, and you know, a lot of guys, really, but Adam and Toru, these guys have had great years, but I just think, um, yeah, given given what Sean has c- contributed in in the, the winning moments, um, I think he just stands uh, just a, just slightly above the, the rest this year. What about your uh, most improved? Um, like you said, there's, there's many candidates, but I'll probably give Adam Pompey a bit of a shout-out this mm-hmm. year. You know, nice. he's a very... Uh, much my lion player, you know, like you either hate him or you love him, but 
for someone to play every single minute of every single game in such a successful season and in and, and, and the position that's, you know, like it's probably not seemed to have the most depth. You know, I think he's been quite outstanding, to be honest. So I'll give uh, Pompey that vote. Nice. And for my moment, I'd probably say that Canberra game when we spoiled the party for Coker. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I just feel I just feel that was the game that sort of signaled us as a real deal team, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I totally agree with you, Vaughan. I, I do remember back to, uh, fe- oh, well, the, the feeling of winning that game. And I think you're right. I think that was a real marker in the ground uh, going over to Canberra, uh, doing it in such a ma- mammoth occasion. And we're generally pretty bad in milestone games, whether it's our own or somebody else's. Uh, so so to get that one, pretty remarkable. Mate, we've got to shoot. We're going to run into an air break, but, uh, but appreciate the call, my friend. Awesome, Sammy. There you, there you go. Avorna calling in there. I've got to take a short break. Lots of texts coming in. I know there's a few callers who want to get on after one o'clock, so we might keep the conversation going. Loving it. 0800 150 811.